the real reason for the invention of the Internet. We're pushing the ultimate frontier here. Control must be maintained. TalkZone.com Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us. We wanted to talk a little bit. Uh, we're not going to be able to cover all this today. We'll cover it another day on the show, but we'll start on it. Um, this is an interview with Brother Ishmael Pevith, who is a uh, the founder and spiritual direct- director of the Ethereum Mission in Ghana in West Africa. Now, by all accounts, when we look into this man, he seems like a man with a really good heart and really good intention, and um, and it seems like it is uh, a lot of misguided stuff, which scares Keith and I tremendously because of how much of this misguided information is floating around this planet. You know, part of the problem here is this. We have... A lot of dark on the planet. And I'm not saying that about this man in particular. I'm just saying in general, we have a lot of dark on the planet. And you go, well, like what? And I go, well, like, you know, we've got a lot of greedy people and selfish people and people that want whatever they can get and who cares about anybody else. We, we I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. We have people that are wanting to take the world over so that everybody belongs to their religion, even if we have to kill you to get it. We have China wants to take over countries just because they want the land. We have Russia doing similar stuff like that. You know, just all over the I place. I mean, you know, greedy businessmen and companies all over the place. All over the place. You, you just, I mean, you got. You, well, here's here's the perfect place for this little article. Okay. Here's another piece of dark. Look at this. Recently, like uh, 6508, so this wasn't too a couple weeks ago, there's this 78-year-old man, many of you maybe heard of this, 78-year-old man who was tossed like a rag doll by a hit-and-run driver and lay, lies motion, motionless on a busy street as car after car goes by. Pedestrians gawk, but, nothing, uh, but appear to do nothing. One driver stops briefly and then pulls back into traffic. A man on a scooter slowly circles the victim and then zips away. (laughs) Unbelievable. So, you know, you know, tell me what that is if it isn't dark. I mean, how could you uh, go and see this and not do anything? What part of you, what part of you would have allowed you to drive your scooter around the guy a couple times and drive away. Would that be your light side or would that be your dark side that would have engaged in that behavior? If you were in a car with a cell phone and you drove by, as many people did, and just kept on driving, would that be your light side that would have done that or would that be your dark side that would have done that behavior? Boy, isn't that something. But here's something I never thought of in this case. There are so much... Uh, uh, legal system greedy suits going on legal suits that I wonder how many of those people were afraid to get involved because they might get sued okay well maybe but also they're busy they're on their way to appointments they don't have time it's messy it's yeah. icky uh, they're selfish they're callous they're you know this is, this is going to be a big problem the cops are going to keep me here for an hour I'm going to be late all this stuff goes through people's mind, and they just go, you know what, I just can't do it. Now, is that your light side that drives away and leaves this man laying in the street, or is it your dark side? And right there, you begin to go, 
I mean, if you're at all being honest, you you have to go, well, that wouldn't have been my light side because my light side or my Christian side or my loving side or my Hindu side, you know, any any of that good side could not do this to somebody in their own consciousness. And if you drove away, would you live with yourself pretty well? That evening would it kind of haunt you. If it's haunting you, that's your light side working on you. It's working on your dark side. So there's all, all kinds of gradations of this. Would you have made a cell phone call and moved on anyhow? Would you have made a cell phone call and stood and guarded him or parked your car there? You know, or Comforted him, perhaps. Or was he dead already and it was obvious and so nothing good could be done anyhow? You know, so what, you know, we're, he what we're talking you about... You know, he wasn't dead because they took him to a hospital in critical condition. Okay. Yeah. So what Charmaine and I both talked about, we both thought about this, and we came together and told each other what we would have done. And both of us agreed, uh, boy, I sure wouldn't want to get involved with something messy like that. And for sure I would get involved with it. Silly us. Yesterday we're driving home from the post office and when we see a baby bird in the middle of the street, we pull the car over. The bird stop traffic. You know, the bird the bird is is too young to know. It's in that critical first couple it's, it's of days. It's actually by the cars going past it. So so we pick up the bird and take it and take it out of harm's way. So would we do that for a human being? I think so. And is that is that your light side or is cute that little you? guy? I'll tell you, just <laughs> darling. Is that your light side or is that your dark side? You know, people say, well, you know, I don't get it about there's dark on the planet. Well, when you see the 78 year old guy tossed around and then ignored, you must surely see that our dark sides are, are getting stronger and stronger because with an open heart, you simply would be unable to. Walk away. You couldn't do it with an open heart. So how much do you think you would have to pay an insurance company to guarantee that if you start walking away from other people in crisis need and you could be a key person to help them and you don't, how much do you think you can pay an insurance company to cover you when you're in a bad situation and nobody comes to help you? Because that's what happens. What goes around comes around. And, you know, not only for that reason, but if you have something in your chest that beats, you know, it gets harder. The more alive that is, the harder it is to just leave somebody high and dry. I don't care what you have waiting on you. This person was in an emergency situation. And no matter how busy your lives are, what are the odds that when you told somebody why you were late, that they would go, oh, my God, well, of course. Of course you should have stopped and done that. Don't even think twice about it. You did the right thing. We need to take care of our fellow human beings. We need to be good, moral people. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The further you get away from that, you might as well throw your insurance policy away because you got some garbage coming to you. It's not, you can't pay for this stuff. This is, this is karma bearing. These are the stories of dark, the stories of the radical Muslim terrorists that blow up everybody. Their own people, doesn't matter. To make their point, this is dark behavior. So the problem is, is that we have so much dark behavior going on on this planet that it's very, very difficult to get people, like, it's almost like they want to pretend there's no dark. (laughs) 
<laughs> I always, it's amazing to me how people can look at the news and not realize there's how much dark there is on this planet. You know, it's everywhere. Just a side shoot. I'm reading a very in-depth, just incredibly in-depth book on um, Islam and Muhammad and everything. And, you know, the guy showing what happened in, in Muhammad's life and then how he said that his prophecy was, his revelations were like, let's say a woman really scorned him, so he made women really messed up in the religion, you know, the, no rights for women. Uh, and uh, he had uh, problems with the Jewish and the Christians and what he was doing in Medina, and so he uh, he started changing the verses against the Jewish and Christian, you know, those infidels kind of thing. So it, it seems like he embellished whatever perhaps guidance he was getting and from whatever source. You, you know, and he this guy writes very compelling. So you know what? Um, it, it seems like it's a pretty bogus thing going on there as far as uh, a religion from God. I think it's not from a uh, source like that at all. And there seems to be pretty uh, pretty solid evidence. That we're in trouble. Well, well, that too, but pretty solid evidence that Islam is not a divine religion. It's simply probably headed by a dark lord. And, you know, we have tons of evidence like that, and I don't want to get too far off track, but, you know, I was simply reading that amongst a lot of other material and a lot of other tuning in and guidance and that kind of thing. And... um you know, we, we got a runaway thing. Part of the religion is really noble and wonderful and peaceful, and then part of it, which is the part they go by stronger, because it's the latter part they say that's stronger, is simply anybody who's not Muslim, take them out. If they're not going to join, take them out. So this is why I had brought all this up about the dark, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this article with Brother Ishmael Teta who is the founder and spiritual director of the Ethereum Mission in Ghana, West Africa. And he talks about uh, how um, how the Ethereum Mission thinks differently than the re- religious beliefs prevalent in Ghana, which I've never read about any of this before. And he says, yes, they're very different. The main religion in Ghana is fundamentally based on fire and brimstone. It says that the devil is out to get you. So, you know, the first comment I wanted to make about the devil is out to get you is um, there is some truth to that and some not truth to that. But more of what the truth is, <laughs> and let's, let's go back to this article about this poor little guy, 78 years old, left uh, in the middle of a street. You know, when somebody has an ability to drive by a situation like that, their dark side has got them owned whether it's because they're afraid, they don't want to get involved, they're too busy, whatever it is that has them own that, they're un, that they don't stop and help them, that's their dark side. It's anybody's dark side when we're not being more humanitarian than that. So it's just like nature. You know, I have a garden out here, and if it doesn't have good nutrition, uh, good soil, good uh, moisture and everything, Mold or bugs or bacteria or parasites will start getting to it and take it down. And this is the same thing as us. If we don't deal right with life, we always have something like a satanic force or a force against our health and well-being. It's always chasing us. And so 
whether in the plant world or in the human world, you don't get away from that. So when it says that there's always a devil out to get you, I would more say that there's the dark out there. And there's dark on a microcosm and on a macrocosm. And on a microcosm, it looks like um, our selfish sides, of which some of us have more and some of us has, have less. Some of us um, really don't have much darkness at all anymore because we've worked through whatever darkness we've had. And others have a long way to go. And you probably have a pretty good idea where you are on that spectrum. And, you know, our dark sides want to keep growing just like our light sides do. And uh, a lot of our ego is based in these dark sides of us. And it's our job here on this planet to wage this war. You know, the first place the war exists on this planet is within ourselves, between our light sides and our dark sides. And some people like to think that we can fight our, our dark sides by loving it. Well, it doesn't work to love it. Uh, what, how you win wars is you take stands and set boundaries against those that would uh, perpetrate against you. Within yourself on the microcosm of the dark and light inside of you, the way you win that war is you take a stand against the ego parts of yourself that would have you controlled in selfish or greedy or whatever ways that it is. Well, think of uh, Saddam Hussein or uh, Hugo Chavez or... Fidel Castro or the head of North Korea or, or um, Hitler. And you're going to just love them. You know, they're dark, dark beings, uh, a lot of darkness in them, what they're doing. And you love them and you're gone. They, they, they yes. own you, they own your people, they ruin everything about your world. And oh, but you were noble and loved them. Well, that doesn't quite cut it. You know, actually it's fine to love them, but you still need to protect yourself and be willing to to battle with them to protect yourself and your loved ones. So, you know, love isn't the problem, but it isn't the end all. Right. There's the rest of the story. So, you know, we actually, um, there's such a stronghold on this planet right now with the dark that we have to really do extra effort to outfox that, to begin to turn ourselves and then be that light so that it helps others to turn. Yeah, it starts with us. You know, what are you doing out trying to help, you know, correct somebody else when you've got your own load that you're not even uh, getting a hold of? See, you know, you're at least a major part of what you deal with, and then you do your best with that around you, too. Okay, we're going to go on with this, uh, the religious. While they, they knew there, there can be a personal evil, this is the religion and basic religions in Ghana. While they knew they were, uh, that there could be personal evil, like stealing or something of that nature, they did not believe that an entity out there, uh, that God created to hurt, they did not believe in an entity out there that God created to hurt us. This way of thinking came later and became widespread. So as a child, I grew up in a society that was very afraid of the devil. I was one of a few people who began to teach the idea of a loving God and benevolent universe in which there is no devil, there is only God. You know, this is a scary perspective to take on, folks, because, you know, we've just been talking today about how all of us have a little bit of the dark or evil in us in various ways that we're all 
all of us, that we're all learning to transform into more light. So when you decide uh, and make a stand that there is no evil or is no dark out there, there's only God, you have turned your back on an entire reality that exists whether you want to own it or not. You know, in some of those completely ragtag, disease-ridden, war-torn countries in Africa, I think it, it was so bad that some of them had to flip-flop to just good and uh, try to blot out yeah. the bad. I, yep. You know, I, I've heard that a number of times in Africa. And the other thing is that we have been taught by our guides of light that indeed there is dark, and there's dark uh, all the way up to God and in God. I mean, God is all. God, God is all, so yeah. part of it. Yeah. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. And we will be right back with more. <laughs> 